0: Welcome to the run. This is episode 33. Patty Quinn along with Jerry Green. Uh, admittedly, folks, this has been a while since we've done one. Go mm-hmm. ahead, Jerry. I'll let the floor be yours in on this one. You're the hypercritical one on our calendar.
1: Okay. I'm like well, we're both very busy, but you know, I think we both enjoy doing these and I we enjoy people uh telling us that it helps their day or it it gets them up to date on what's going on. Around uh, this area in New Brunswick. And, and lately, we've had lots of comments about the last episode, which was done six months ago. And we thought to ourselves, Let's get back doing that again. We should, because we've got tons of stories and tons of stuff that has happened between the last time we did this. Well,
0: and the last one you referenced, uh, just to remind folks, was the Richard story when all (laughs) hell broke loose after the first intermission of the Richard Rangers first ever game.
1: Yeah, and if this is your first episode, go back to number 32.
0: Yeah, yes, exactly. I do agree with Jerry there. Quick plug, shameless plug. If, If this is your first time, go back to... Uh, episode thirty-two and catch up to us. We'll give you a pass. i not listening to thirty-three right now. Go ahead, do your thing. Right. So, yeah. and and speaking of busy, of course, uh, a little career change for myself. You have uh, your cottage. You like to golf in the summer. We have some baseball commitments with the Chatham Senior Ironman. Uh, and the winter seems to be more conducive. You're a little bit right. More, more, less busy. I was going to say you're a little bit less busy. It well, the, the outdoors, right maybe
1: the outdoors doesn't have as much of a factor, um, or the weather. Uh, winter weather makes you maybe stay inside a little bit more, mm-hmm. and this is what this does. We get in a studio. Who'd want to, I mean, it'd be difficult to come in the studio in the middle of June. It's nice outside and yeah. want to pump something yeah. out so yeah, yeah
0: very good point we'll be looking for winter outings yes so expect more frequent episodes and uh thank you for the encouragement and words of encouragement and listening and saying hey when is the next episode we do appreciate hearing that by time while we have a quick second here a uh, quick little plug here for Eastside uh, creative center there has been some renovations as i look around since the last time we were here so thank you to victor and jody uh trenton and their crew and uh, we would remind you to uh, stop by for a delicious treat hot or cold at uh, creative grounds
1: Oh, well, right. absolutely always a great host and it's uh, It seems to be something that he enjoys getting us on the air or getting us set up and get us going. and Victor, that is the Yeah, key. Victor,
0: yes. Yeah, very helpful yeah. uh, gentleman. All right, uh, so as a means of uh, catching up, so my first ever trip west of Ontario happened in the month of June.
1: West of Ontario?
0: First time I've ever been west of Ontario was in June. Yes, sir. Furthest west prior to that I'd ever been was in 1995, I went to Kitchener-Waterloo uh, with a Chatham Junior Ironman. Couple of great stories. How far
1: south have you been?
0: Uh, what do you mean by that? South, like is,
1: how far south have you gone?
0: Uh, Bermuda, Bahamas. Okay, like, I've done f- some of that. How far? How far east have you gone? Uh, Newfoundland, Newfoundland, okay. and Labrador. All right. Uh, yeah, but anyways, Kitchen Waterloo is. What's the, fr- the name of the
1: place? that's the first, it's furthest eastern point in North America. It's in Newfoundland. It's called Point or um, Cape Spear. Cape Spear. That's it. Yes. Okay. It's true, isn't it? I didn't it? know
0: where you were going with that. Right,
1: it's true. Isn't right.
0: that where Terry Fox started his run?
1: I believe that to be true, I mean, yes. I believe he dipped
0: his leg yeah. in uh, yep. the waters of Cape Spear. Yep. Where was I going with that story on being out west? Oh, yes. Yeah, so, well, I went east, west, and south with yeah, you. But, yeah. No, but I was trying to remind myself where I went. Anyways, I was there on uh, City Business. That's not why uh, I, I bring this up. Uh, why I bring this up is, uh, uh, is a CFL uh, story here with this. Uh, so- we're at this place called The Real District, R-E-A-L, Regina Exhibition Agricultural something or other. And it's adjacent to Mosaic Stadium, home of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. The and only this,
1: professional sports team in
0: Saskatchewan. Right. And, and I don't don't flood our email boxes with what are you talking about CFL for? CFL versus NFL, I don't care, uh, truth be told. Uh, this is just a merely a one person's uh, perspective here. And my perspective is this, and you're a prairie boy. Uh, formative years in Manitoba. Yes. Just so folks... Not
1: born in Manitoba, no. not born in the prairies, but spent a lot of time there.
0: Right. So yeah. so the, the reason I bring that up is uh, the second we land in Regina at the airport and get off the plane, you're waiting for your luggage. There's Regina Rough Riders, Saskatchewan Rough Riders stuff everywhere. Sure. Everyone's wearing it. It's for sale at every shop. You get downtown... Everyone's talking Rough Riders. There's signs everywhere. Every, every second person you meet has a cap, a hoodie, a T-shirt. We get out to the Mosaic Stadium, and uh, a kindly gentleman. Uh, we actually went a day early. I don't know it was by accident or whatever, but uh, it was a day early. Uh, so this guy, Greg, and it's, it's funny the how you make friends. Uh, I've kept in touch with Greg. As a matter of fact, he texted me this morning. He's a security guy by trade. He's on the road right now with Stix and Nancy Wilson going through four towns at west. Yes, sir. Yeah, pretty cool. Right? Yes. Anyway, so he realizes that we're early and takes us under his wing. Me, uh, when I say we, uh, Veronique Carson was with me um, on this trip with Tara Ross Robinson and Adam Lorden. They were coming in the day behind us. So Veronique and I are there a day early. So we take a tour of Mosaic Stadium and it just blows your mind. Like, this stadium is just, to see it on TV is one thing, to see it in person is another thing. but. And again, this is going to sound stupid, Jerry, and I'm not a big football guy, as you well know, NFL or CFL, but until you're ensconced in it, I think as an Easterner, we have no idea of the magnitude of the CFL, and I'm sure you would agree with that.
1: Oh, just as I've always said to you about uh, curling being big in the West, they live and breathe curling, they live and breathe CFL football specifically. Your your uh, Winnipeg, Saskatchewan, Calgary, and Edmonton.
0: Well, I was just going to say the same thing. If we could, d- thank you for saying that because I was going to make the point. I had made a mental note earlier today in preparation of this. I'll give Montreal and Toronto a pass, and I'll give Vancouver a pass. It's those teams in the center of the country mm-hmm. where it's just madness. So much so, the time we were there, the week we were there, my Oilers were playing in the Avalanche in that uh, final Western final. And uh, the morning paper, whatever it's called, the Regina, whatever, in the bugle, motel. bugle star, yeah, yeah, whatever it was. Yeah. It was like six, seven pages. On um, and in June, Jerry, would I be right in saying to be training camp season for the CFL?
1: Right, I think their season starts uh, July first. I could be mistaken, right. but it starts well in advance of the NFL.
0: Right, so we're early June uh, for this, and there were six, seven pages, and then all of a sudden, oh, by the way, the Oilers played Colorado <laughs> last night. You know <laughs> Is what that I mean? Right? Oh, it's crazy. Yeah, and. Hello for buying into the hype, because once Greg gave us the executive tour, I went into the Regina Rough Riders. I keep saying Regina Rough Riders. Saskatchewan Rough Riders uh, store. Man, I was spending like a drunken sailor. I racked up my card buying caps and shirts for everyone I could think of. Just buying into the hype and being around it and surrounded and immersed in it. Again, my point being, again, I'm going to say it for the second time. I just don't think out here we realize the magnitude of the CFL. And by that token, and you can answer that question, Speak on that in a second, but question: Let's assume Halifax or Moncton does get a team. Does it register like this for us, or
1: no? I just think um, Eastern Canadians are, uh, uh, and as Atlantic Canadians are more focused on NFL. Mm-hmm. Uh, the CFL has always been Upper Canadian and Western Canadian, mm-hmm. and as you can see, Toronto's having difficulties putting people in the stands right. montreal plays at mcgill stadium mm. the university stadium and it looks like a lot of fun they usually fill it up but it's only like i don't know 19 or twenty thousand. Mm. and then ottawa and, and and uh and hamilton are doing their best because they're smaller cities and don't have major hockey teams and or whatever else to uh distract them baseball soccer whatever the case may be and then when you get out west it's 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 the do-all, end-all. So, Atlantic Canada, and, and and I've told you this before. Where even like a city of St. John, when I when I was down in St. John doing hockey, they said Sunday afternoons to have a hockey game in Major Junior is useless. Everybody's into the NFL. Everybody's watching NFL on Sunday afternoon. Any sports fan mm-hmm. will be watching. So, what know, do you say? NFL?
0: They, they schedule around that. I'm what I'm
1: saying. No, what I'm saying is I don't think you can uh, uh, convert. Atlanta, Canada, to a CFL uh, product, especially to the younger generation. Um,
0: what do they play, Jerry? Eight games? 16 games? Eight home, eight away? or 17. CFL plays 17? Right. Wow. Right. Odd
1: number. So, uh, because they have an odd number of teams, they right. have, well, you got five, you got six and four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you play each one. No, that wouldn't be right. Because you play... You play the ones in your division a little bit more. that mm-hmm. be something like that. Anyways, let me say. Um, so I just don't see. And you and I had the discussion yesterday about the population of Regina in Saskatchewan and Saskatoon. And Saskatoon's the bigger of the cities population wise mm-hmm. in Saskatchewan. And Saskatchewan, uh, the Regina is what was it four hundred thousand?
0: Oh no, it was less than three. It was like two sixteen. Yeah, yeah.
1: And then we looked at Halifax's number. And Halifax. Well, Halifax and surrounding area, yeah, the Halifax Regional Municipality, mm-hmm. can get to upwards of three or four hundred thousand, was that?
0: Well, look, when you do the metric on Moncton too, which sucks in right. and PEI and us and St. John, it's yeah. it's roughly the same number, so that could go either way. Um, and there's the
1: proximity. It seems like going to uh, Foxborough would be uh, easier for somebody than to go... And watch what the Toronto Argonauts. You're going to watch the Patriots. Well, look, that's why I find Atlantic Canada seems to be attached to the eastern seaboard am, of the United States for sports. And,
0: and again, geography has a big part in that. And I've said that before on many right. things. Um Yeah, and you're right. I've never heard anyone say, "Hey, the boys and I are going to see the Alouettes." <laughs> I've never heard. I'm, seriously, well, no. But having been what, having seen what I saw in Regina, if you said, "Hey, the Rough Riders are in Montreal. We should go this weekend." I would go with you, you know what I right. mean? Again, it's, it was my exposure to it where I realized, holy shit, this is pretty big out here.
1: Yes, you have to have an exposure to it. There has, there has to be some, you know, emotional involvement with them. And, of course, I grew up with the Winnipeg Blue Bombers all my life, season ticket holders, go to all the games, and, and that, was, that was the do-all, end-all.
0: Don't uh, come across the table at me here, uh, and maybe we've had this discussion, and I forget, either on this or off the air. Um, have you ever been to a Grey Cup?
1: Never been to a Grey Cup. And nope. I told you this story before. I
0: kind of forget. Sorry. I
1: went to a Western, finally, in right. Winnipeg. I've never traveled somewhere to go to a Grey Cup. Because they never had the Grey Cup in Winnipeg, because it's too damn cold in the middle of November. It's usually, it's either the middle or late November that you have the Grey Cup. Mm-hmm. And they a long time. It used to be a BC place. It'd be a Sky Dome. It would be somewhere indoors that the weather isn't going to affect your number one championship game of the year. Mm-hmm. So Winnipeg never got it. But Winni- Winnipeg could host the Western Final because they'd win the Western Division and maybe be on top of the division and get to host the Western Final.
0: Well, in the spirit of that, it is in Regina this year. I can't imagine Regina to be very. Temperate in well, I agree November. with you
1: there as well, and, and the winds can blow. But that mosaic, and along with Winnipeg's um, in IG Field, Investors Group Field, is uh, um, I remember as a kid. Winnipeg Stadium was way out near the airport. It was a wide open terrain, and the wind blew through there. It was. They had big stands on both sides, but really didn't have the end zone sealed.
0: Everything's wide open. Okay,
1: as I've come to know. In Regina, it was called Taylor Field. Well, and it seemed like it was right in the middle of a neighborhood. It is like you could see. Yes, you could see houses Mm -hmm. outside Mm -hmm. where, and one big grandstand on one side and a smaller one on the other side. Well, and it was, but it was the there only as i've said professional mm. team in the province and they were well supported
0: and in the spirit of that i know exactly i, I toured the neighborhood uh where oh, ta- did taylor field was and the new mosaic is just a stone's throw away oh it is interesting okay. now so there's still a divide there because there are some diehards that miss their taylor field it no longer exists I'm blown right off the okay it's gone
1: yeah
0: um i was just gonna say something there. oh yeah so w- when greg is giving us a tour when we got down, went down, uh, um, what am I trying to say here? So you walk in and the, the seats are below you. The bowl, that's the word, is below you. Mm-hmm. I heard a fire truck or uh, an ambulance or a, a first responder. I heard a siren. And I looked to where the road is because you're right, there's still no ends. And I saw, it was a fire truck now that i think about it. I saw the fire truck whizzing by and I thought, Jesus, why is that fire truck way up there? So naturally, my inquisitive mind, and who has a more inquisitive mind than you, I might say. <laughs> but I said, Greg, why did I just see that fire truck way up there? And he said, I'm glad you asked. He was just loving the fact I asked him this because of the prairie winds, which you are familiar with, the field was dug down and built real low, as low as they could probably go yeah. to so the winds aren't yeah. a factor like they were at Taylor, because if and I've done this, Greg yeah. I recommended I do it. If you go back through the annals of some of the great mm-hmm. Kicks and field goals mm-hmm. at Old Taylor Field Wind was often a factor for better or worse. Mm-hmm. So that's why they went down. And
1: So when you were a kid, did you watch any sort of football? Did you recognize any of the names from s- some of the great CFL players that went through, you know, in, in- – well, you would have been what the '80s was it? Was
0: I was born in '76.
1: Yeah, so it would be. Well, uh, you have to be the '90s then. You'd be a teenager before you'd recognize CFL football. Or it was the first time you ever recognized well, it. Well,
0: all right, there's a lot of questions coming at me at once. There, hang on. So to answer your question, I still I don't know that I've ever watched a football game from start to finish. True story. the oh, night. Still to this day, oh. NFL or CFL It's just not my thing. Um, CFL. I mean, I remember Louis Pasaglia and. Wow, did I go deep good there? Oh,
1: that's a good one. He's a class, He's a he's a Hall of Famer um, kicker for the BC Lions.
0: Calvillo and Flutie and yeah. Pinball Clemens and
1: Flutie uh, bounced around whoever needed him.
0: Again, my knowledge of the CFL would either be influenced by CFL or CFL by TSN mm-hmm. or you. That's my only two connections.
1: Now here we have lately, the last I don't know five six seven years, mm-hmm. where the football program has all of a sudden become a a big thing at James M. Hill. And they have it seems like they have another good squad this year. Oh. And what's Provincial So so then that generation would like to see live football. And if it would happen to be in Halifax, yeah, maybe they would go. But you need the young people involved. You need young people to buy into the CFL.
0: And I don't think here in Eastern or Atlantic Canada they do. You just made me think of something too a little addendum to my lack of football knowledge. I did spend a lot of time uh, during my time down in Cape Breton going to St. of X to either cover uh, the X-Men right, or drink my face off if I wasn't working, right. Um, especially that homecoming game. Holy smokes. And what's-his-face there from Mount A was running a rough shot in those days. Was it LaPointe, the guy, the the, yes. big, the big stud there? Right. Yeah. Yes. He was running. Wow. Yeah. What, did I go deep there? Yeah, you did good. All right. So anyways, I just wanted to uh, acknowledge that, that I had experienced – cfl because i know it would uh, scratch well, you
1: never shut up about them now well stop
0: interrupting me for god well, i'm sakes. not interrupting you i knew that would scratch you where you itched uh me bringing up some cfl so that's why i did that uh, but again i think it's a matter of exposure and immersion once you're involved and ensconced in it yeah i i totally understand it
1: it is a tremendous uh, stadium and a stadium for a, for a province of that kind of population mm-hmm. who remind me a little bit of um For our smallest province, PEI, Mm -hmm. who fund, uh, support, organize, and all the world, all all of PEI seems to be ensconced, if you would, in sports and want to be good at it and would put the resources towards it to make it good and uh, great at hosting events, tournaments, bond spiels, whatever the case may be. Saskatchewan's like that. Mm. Saskatchewan's probably the smallest province, uh, not geographically, but smallest in population of all the mountain western Canada. Mm-hmm. And they are like that. They are like that. They're, and again, to have a stadium of that uh, uh, level or quality mm-hmm. uh, is outstanding. Mm-hmm. Uh, where here, still in the city of, of Calgary, they have Old McMahon Stadium. Old McMahon Stadium, which is built kind of like the old
0: st- Taylor Field, and Winnipeg Stadium. And let's not forget the Saddle Dome's a shithole as well.
1: Right. And you still have Edmonton playing out of Commonwealth. You know, and Commonwealth Stadium was built, I don't know what year it was, it's the 80s or 90s, Commonwealth was built. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, again, open end. Um, But uh, the CFL has taken a hit, um, attendance-wise, in the last, I'd say, five, six, seven years.
0: Maybe a story for another day, or a topic for another day, as it were. How much of the CFL is driven by TSN? Does well, it's,
1: it's, their, it's their property.
0: But does the league exist because TSN was pumping the tires on it incessantly? If there was no TSN, is there a CFL? I well, guess. here's
1: an interesting observation. Bob Irving, who, is, uh, who I grew up listening to on CGOB in Winnipeg, a radio station in Winnipeg, now retired, um, a guru when it came to sports, in Manitoba. Right. I follow him on Twitter. And he brought it up the other day. He turned on TSN Sports Center, whatever mm-hmm. it is, and CFL is their property. And he said it was in the last 10 minutes of the hour long Sports Center that they mentioned the CFL.
0: So, l- so even hang that- on, lack of fans in the seats, lack of fans wanting to know about the teams. Is mm-hmm. that the parallel? Well, I mean, especially, in
1: and in a, I, I took it in a gra- as a grain of salt in a, uh, because of, there is so much going on right now, Patty. The NHL's kicking off. You're in Major League Baseball mode for playoffs, and you've got the NFL going, and the Raptors are coming up. Everybody's, uh, you know, ramping up. There's a lot of sports going on in the month of October.
0: College football. Sure. And curling season. The Bondspiels are on Absolutely.
1: every weekend. So I, I see, but it is... TSN's property, and they, uh, they're they the one that pumped the tires on it, and they do do good coverage, um, but uh, they must see uh, viewership uh, not as great as it would be for some other things that they own.
0: All right, well, let's make a side deal here. If the Rough Riders and Blue Bombers ever end up in the Grey Cup, is that even possible? There can't be two teams in the West, can there? Oh, yeah. 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 Okay, so if they ever... Well, yeah. the
1: only way it can... I don't want to get technical. You only got four teams in the East, okay?
0: Hamilton, top Toronto. three teams: Hang on. Hamilton, Toronto, Ottawa, Montreal. Right. Okay.
1: Top three teams make the playoffs. Right. Okay. There is five teams
0: in the West: Saskatchewan, Winnipeg, BC, Edmonton, Calgary. Okay. Okay. N- total of nine. If the
1: third place team, no, uh, first place gets a bye. The next two play each other. Fourth. If the fourth-place team in the West has a better record than the third-place team in the East, they bump them.
0: My head just exploded. Yeah. Side deal. If the Rough Riders and Blue Bombers. So they could.
1: Only if they crossed over.
0: Ever make it to the Grey Cup, let's make a deal that will go.
1: There was one time when the Ottawa Rough Riders weren't around or the Ottawa Red Blacks, which is what they're called, weren't around. Winnipeg was in the Eastern Division not that long ago. Right. Yeah. Oh yes, absolutely. Deal on that. Now they're your Rough Riders, are they?
0: I think I'm a Rough Riders guy. <laughs> absolutely. And you know,
1: I've told you this. Blue Bomber fans hate Rough Rider fans.
0: Well, that's why I think it appeals. And to And vice versa, it gives me another reason to not like you. <laughs> that's that's, that's kind of <laughs> why. Not,
1: that's not nice to say.
0: So this conference that I went to, just a little, we'll put a we'll put the brakes on it here. This conference that I went to is in Toronto next year. I can guarantee you. I won't be taking a tour of the no. Argonauts. You know no. what I mean? Yeah. Not even won't even register. No. Right.
1: Poor All right. Argonauts.
0: All right. So we caught up there. Uh, what next? Uh, shall we rehash uh, the Brunswick Senior Baseball League? Absolutely. All right. You go ahead first.
1: Well, I just I just found it was uh, as they say in the movie, any given Sunday, any given any given night when two teams are playing, no matter which ballpark it is, you don't know not you do not know who's going to win. There was huge parity this year. I think St. John finished in first, maybe a game ahead of Moncton and uh, Chatham, and uh, Fredericton and and in uh, Charlottetown were in the bottom uh, part of the standings. But it was very the parity was excellent, and I also thought the uh, the playoffs were were tight and close, and anybody could have won.
0: Moncton nineteen and thirteen to finish first, right. A game up on both St. John and Chatham, who had uh 18-14. 18-14. Mm-hmm. Fredericton, 13-19, and 19 and then upsets Moncton in the uh, semis really? and ends up in the finals. Friggin' Royals. And then Charlottetown bringing up the rear. Although, they didn't get a bronze medal the Nationals, bringing up the rear in our league at 12. Huh. And, uh, Charlottetown
1: 20. with the defending champs. Well, last year, without uh, Chatham and Frederick Well, Chatham did get to play in the playoffs last mm-hmm. year mm-hmm. due to COVID, and Fredericton took a bye and, so, and came back strong.
0: Interesting footnote. Um, St. John. First championship since 01. Yeah, 21 years. And in Nova Scotia, Kentville won for the first time also in 21 years.
1: Look at you bringing stuff to the table.
0: Well, it's it's of note because the last time that St. John won, they won the Nationals in 01 in Kentville. So there's all kinds of parallels to be made.
1: Interesting. I was happy for St. John. Um, What? I was happy for them. 21 years. Come on. I was happy for them in regards to winning a championship. Okay,
0: if, okay. So if you're saying if I had to pick between and St- they beat Fredericton, <laughs> yeah. If I had to pick between St. John or Fredericton, okay, I'm happy for St. John, hundred percent.
1: And it was interesting because that series was just getting underway when Fiona blew in, and they were on the shelf for a good five or six days. They didn't play. Oh, I think longer than that. Well, okay. I'm just yeah, yeah. spitballing it, and uh, that allowed you know Jay Johnston to get into three games. Mm-hmm. And he was the star. Mm-hmm. He was the star of the playoffs. Absolutely. Pitcher for for St. John. He pitched three games, complete games. Because I did this on – I say this to you all the time. I did this on my other show the other day where he – I think he allowed 11 hits, struck out 21, and didn't allow an earned run. Yeah. You know, something like that.
0: Foolish so. numbers. Yeah. So So fast forward to the Nationals of 2023. St. John will be going to Red Deer. Red Deer is hosting this year. Okay. And they will go in as host because the Park Athletics won the Alberta um, championship. So last year, you know, the- Am I a loser for knowing all this or what? Yeah.
1: Some, okay. No, you're not. You just like senior baseball, local fe- baseball, that sort of thing. I I
0: can, I can, Listen, I can pull a New Brunswick Senior Baseball League stat out of my hat, but I've I never know. watched an NFL uh, football game. Figure that out. Sad, I know. Sad, I know.
1: Uh, last year, the, of course, the Ironman played in the Miramichi Valley League, and you didn't get to a lot of games. You got to a lot of games this year. Did you like the team? Did you like the Ironman? If we, if that's the team we watch. Anything specific about what you saw from the Ironman this year?
0: I love the Ironman this year. Always. In what regard? Great pitching. Uh, Jamie Walls when he was around. Uh, Gallagher was – well, Gallagher was had a slow start but a strong finish. Um, Leggett came out of nowhere.
1: Well, that's where I was going. I just, I just thought we missed Leggett for the playoffs. If we could have had Leggett for the playoffs, and suppose he had an injured arm or whatever the case may be, didn't get to pitch in the playoffs after going, what, 5-0 and during the regular season?
0: Well, I thought I had the floor. I was getting okay, there. Okay, sorry. So Leggett comes back from uh, some surgeries <laughs> and has a rebound year. Newman was very good as well. Yeah. Uh, Mikey McKay. But was. again,
1: Newman, sore arm. He did have a sore arm coming to town, so they used him sparingly. Go ahead.
0: Sorry. Mikey McKay uh, firing uh, some bullets by time. I, um, as far as the lineup, good lineup, uh, solid through. Um, the league was wicked, wicked. I agree with you a hundred percent, and the uh, standings would indicate as much. A parody is the word I'm looking for there. Mm-hmm. Um, I just love my Thursday evenings at Field. I'm sorry, and a lot
1: of not a long, a lot of long spells of rain where we had a backup of games. Maybe early in the season, yeah, maybe there was, but then they seemed to make them up before. Um, but the season went on as long. It was almost the end of September because of Fiona mm-hmm. before they finished. Before, I think it was September twenty eighth.
0: The last game that I was at in St. John, where St. John won the series
1: over Chatham,
0: over Chatham, right at Memorial. If you've been there,
1: I haven't, and I asked you to describe it. It doesn't sound very. No, it's a, a fan, a fan conducive.
0: No, it's no, di- no, it's disastrous. <laughs> Look, okay, you want to? Well, real quickly, I near froze to death down there. It Was hypo- right. hypothermic. Now, that's part of my fault. I was wildly unprepared for it. I walked out of work on a bus and never really thought too much about it. Um, but it was freezing down there. When that sun goes down in St. John, holy merciful, unreal. No canteen services. Figure that out. In the city the size of St. John, mm-hmm. and when you pick up a paper, it's no secret, and I have some um, municipal colleagues who would indicate this. Um, there's so much what they call out-migration happening on, in St. John right now. Right. So the, the core of the population of St. John is now in KV, yeah. Ross, A, Quiz, yeah. Pam. Yeah. So, uh, and look, at I, I hate to reach for the lowest rung on the ladder here, but a canteen for a team like that is night and day.
1: Where is Memorial geographically? Do you have to go across the bridge to get the Memorial?
0: Yes. It's out by... So it's not convenient. Listen to me. It's out by the Irving Refinery and the and the Mooseheads right there. I, it's right. The, I want to say the West End. I, I don't know St. John as well as it probably should. Yeah, I know. You go through Lancaster.
1: But it's not, It's not. you know, if if there's ball fans in, in Ross St. Quispam's sister, they're not going to the Memorial. No. You wouldn't. No chance.
0: I okay, wouldn't so go. I wouldn't go. The Red Sox are playing the Yankees.
1: Describe the eateries just outside the stadium, though. Well, outside hang, the... Well, hang on. Uh,
0: no canteen. Right. The, the bathroom facilities are 1974. It's like you might as well not, it's in a neighborhood. You might, you just feel like introducing yourself <laughs> to the neighbor across the street saying, Listen, I can't go to the bathroom over there. Can I come here?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and the PA system is a disaster. Lovely scoreboard. I think the playing field is all right. I've never mm-hmm. heard too many complaints.
1: I heard there's a uh, there's a telephone pole in the field of play.
0: Interesting. In the, in the right field corner. I believe I was the one that told you that. And I asked the gentleman, the groundskeeper right. crew there. I said, why not put the fence around that pole and take that pole out of play? And he's well, he goes, well, it's in play on the other field too. And I said, what? So I'm off I go with a walk, and there's a softball field over the mm-hmm. right field wall where the other side of that pole is in play over there. It's, it's the strangest little thing you'd ever want to see. a yeah. little... But it's, I guess that's every ball So, of field. course,
1: you got hungry, and where'd you go?
0: Hang on here. Every ball field has its mm-hmm. character. What, what are you saying? I went to Deluxe.
1: Okay, so describe the neighborhood that this Deluxe is in, and this, describe the area outside the ballpark, immediately outside the ballpark, for anybody that wanted to get something to eat.
0: Well, your pickings are very slim. Right, and... S- We borrowed a car Mm -hmm. and went for a drive. We went to Deluxe. We were heading for whatever we could find. Okay,
1: so this isn't close by the ballpark.
0: Oh, yeah. It's a couple blocks away. Okay, a couple blocks. I I tell you what, I wasn't walking there, if that's what you're saying. Well, no. You don't. No. We tend to not walk. Anyways, I think... So Deluxe, I'm no stranger to a feat of Deluxe, am I? I know you don't like Deluxe. Well,
1: just stop it. It's not your go-to. It's not. Well, it's not the first place if I had a choice.
0: Uh, And I'm not saying it is for me either, but... When we came around the bend, I was with uh, Clancy. Clancy and I, we were in pursuit of whatever we could find. It was burger, hot dog, sure, uh, Tim Hortons coffee, and a toasted Western at Tim Hortons. Apple fritter? No, I can't. I, I can't do. The oh yeah, right. Tim you can't Hortons. eat yeah, Tim right. gotcha. um, Hortons. The uh, Turkey Bacon Club at Tim Hortons. Hello, come yeah. on. Anyway, sorry. So we come around the bend, and there's a locks and we're like, "Holy shit!" Pull over here. But when we went in there, there was a little. And anyone who's familiar with that general vicinity. Sure, it's Lancaster, Jerry. I got Lancaster in my head. from St. John's going to hit me right. with a message here. I am convinced that they were shocked that two people from the street walked into that store. They were shocked and awe that there was customers in that restaurant because I think the whole place exists for the Moosehead Brewery plant across the street for the guys and gals on shift. Right. I think they serviced that and right. Obviously the the restaurant's open, the haddocks flying, things are good. But when they I walk in, and they're just like this, like, and I was like, "Hey, fellas."
1: So. Are you saying that they ship stuff out rather than people come in to get it?
0: It's directly, you could fall out the front door of Moosehead and land at this deluxe. okay. It's like bang, right there. No different than your neighbor across the street where you live. They got a
1: conveyor belt that goes right into.
0: Yeah, it goes over. It's like a pedway. They send haddock. But anyways, so listen to this for some haddock economics. (laughs) So I'm with Clancy. Clancy is uh, frugal, we'll call it. (laughs) Safe with his money. Safe is a good word. So he orders a two banger and it comes to twelve oh five. I remember the number. And I said, Man, I'm not gonna merge very far on two pieces of fish. So So I roll up and I said, I'll have three. Mine comes to twenty four. And I said, and again, I don't care, right? I'm I, I don't tend to do economics, but I'm thinking yeah, but. I'm thinking that's a twelve dollar piece of haddock there and to the point where I said, Listen, pal, is it possible that his is twelve oh five and mine's twenty four? And he goes, Yeah. And I said, Well, okay. He said, I just rang it up, and that's what it comes up as. And I said, all right, it's not your fault. I get it. But then I started doing haddock math, and I thought, I'm better off getting two two-pieces here <laughs> than I am one three-piecer.
1: And we had this happen once before, and I and it, because I got three pieces, but they gave me uh, the
0: platter, whatever you call it. And you got the senior's discount. And, s-
1: and then they they charge you more, because you get the coleslaw, the roll. and But you said you got all that, or Clancy got all that. Mm-hmm. He got coleslaw roll, all
0: that. That, that third piece of haddock, w- w- plate to plate, was literally twelve dollars.
1: Yeah, I don't get it. Doesn't make and sense. And I'm okay
0: with a lad making a living. I get it. That's what makes every world go round. No, no, but twelve dollars for a piece of haddock. Come on, here, help me out. Yeah. So it's better off getting two two bangers than I was one three banger. Right. But by that time the ship had sailed. I was starving. I didn't care, and I had to get. We had to get back to the ball game.
1: Who else told us a story about the economics of buying Dixie Lee?
0: Well, that's I, you know, it's funny you say that thing. I was just going to say, thank God Brent Langtang wasn't with me because all hell would have broken loose at Deluxe in St. John. Do
1: Br- do Brent's math at Dixie Lee.
0: Well, the story goes there that I think Brent was, he went in for a 20 pack of chicken wings yeah. and was sitting there waiting, staring at the menu because he's staring at you in the face at Dixie Lee. He starts doing chicken math and he figures out that two 10 packs are cheaper than one 20 pack. <laughs> So, all hell <laughs> broke loose there, too. <laughs> <laughs> Same amount of pay left, Yeah. Unreal. Yeah. I, Unreal. I don't understand all the uh, economics of it all. So, yeah, to go to, to, I've never
1: been to the park in St. John. Don't go. Would there not be something that would, might be uh, in that Ross, say, uh Quispam, Cis, uh, Kennebecasis, yeah, Bermuda Triangle that would be a good ball field that they could play at?
0: Absolutely there is, but, hmm, I don't want to get too political on you, but then you're moving the team out of St. John. So what? Well, that that matters. If all of a sudden the Ironman were playing in Rogersville, that doesn't work. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, uh,
1: Yes. Okay, you were there. How many people were there, Patty, for a playoff game? For the playoffs?
0: Yes. You'd be surprised. It was very good crowds. Now, on a... Talking
1: three, 400 people? Oh, plus. Plus that? Sure. Okay, well, that's all I can expect then.
0: Right. Now, what's that look like on a uh, Tuesday night in June? Yeah. Probably 75. Right. At best. Right. Um, but again, no canteen. The bathroom facilities, it was either the umpires or the team. You have to go into one of their rooms. You have to pass through one of their mm-hmm. rooms to get to the bathroom. Right. It's, it was horrifying. It's, it's just not fun.
1: So they win in five games over Fredericton. Uh, great performances from Jay Johnstone. And, and uh, Fredericton comes back with a flurry. And, uh, and, again, it's all about pitching, as you see in Major League Baseball playoffs going on currently. It's all about pitching. And they had Pascal McCarthy, who was pitching very well for them, and Colby, um, Fredericton, uh, Colby Lyle. Lyle Yeah. Two good starters. You need two good starters, and that's what happened to the Ironmen. They just didn't have that second. They had Jamie Walls come in for a game, and then you had to try to piece something together, and Leggett was hurt, and Newman gave it a shot in the playoffs, Mm -hmm. and he just couldn't do
0: it. I I keep thinking to my heart of hearts, and I hope he's listening. He's usually a good listener. I I keep thinking if we had won that game in St. John, which would have sent us back home 3-2. I think Walls was going to take the ball for as long as he could have taken the ball. Right. Before they would have had to go out and physically remove him, the Jamie that I know. Right. And admire watching. Yeah. I, I think if in my heart of hearts, in my mind of minds, if we could have just got that series back to Chatham for game six and seven, or six there, seven back in St. John, I would have think you would have seen Walls.
1: Because St. John had those two nascent kids, whoever, were well, their yep. brothers or cousins or whatever the case, well, they're both good throwers. Yeah, I'd never heard of them before.
0: Look at St. John won. I'm glad yeah. it wasn't Fredericton because you know my love of the Royals. Um, you know, did the, did the 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 best team win? I'm not so sure. Well, yeah. but that's baseball. That's they that's finished first. That's right. That's the beauty. Yeah. Monk to finish first. In the league,
1: St. John. Oh, right. Sorry, sorry. At the very end, yes, yeah. right, right. Because that's why Chatham played uh, St. John. I'm sorry, right. right. But that. Right.
0: But again, we can we can piss and moan all we want. That is the beauty of baseball. I mean, yeah. look at the Jays. You're up eight one. You lose the game. What was that? Nine eight 10-9? Oh God. I, I know, but that's baseball. I know. It's, it's frustrating as hell, and it sucks. But that's baseball. It's it's such a, that is baseball. Just such a how many games
1: game. have we seen already? Well, in the playoffs where. You think the team is down and out, and they come back and win in, in their walk-offs. Or
0: that game that St. John trumped us, we were up 4 nothing after two. Yeah. And you're thinking, oh, my God, we're going to get back home here. Yeah. And, you know, you steal game six, anything can happen in game They went seven. down there
1: twice and had leads mm-hmm. in the first three or four innings, mm-hmm. and then they always give up a big one.
0: A little footnote to this, too, uh, over and above my haddock uh, math. Um,
1: <laughs> this will be good.
0: Well, no, well, uh, post-game, uh, Morris uh, <laughs> takes – What? <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Morris hey, takes pizza. us to uh, Domino's. And I'm not so sure I've ever had a Domino's pizza before, but uh. nice little slice. Oh, no.
1: It's Whenever you're out of the town, you got to have something that you don't have that's here. Mm-hmm. You know? I was talking to somebody today. He went all the way to Toronto. From here. Right. Mm-hmm. Drove. And I uh, was going out there for his uh, brother's 60th birthday. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, as we always do, did you have a nice meal when you were out there? 100%. Like you know, did you go out for a nice meal? It's always the first. Yeah, question. Swiss chalet.
0: Uh, I said Swiss chalet.
1: We got Swiss chalet here. He said no. It's different out there. What do you mean? It's different in Ontario. Swiss chalet. I don't know whether whatever it's chicken. it is. He's lived in Ontario now. Listen to me. Listen to me. Let me I hear you, but he says me. it's different.
0: It's chicken. I know. Ribs. I know. Fries. And potatoes, how much different
1: can it be? I don't know. Maybe it's a season in the, it's something different. Do I know this he guy? I Swiss want to talk Chalet. to this guy. You
0: don't have to give me his name. Do I no. know him? Just No, no you don't know him. I don't know this guy.
1: You don't know him. He's a customer of mine. Okay. In wow. my office telling me, yes, he's telling me Swiss Chalet is different in Ontario. But
0: in Toronto, the world, his oyster, I mean, you do as the Torontonians do. First
1: thing I said, you go for a nice steak? No, I went to Swiss Chalet. Right. Jumpins, Man. <laughs>
0: It's like going to Subway, you know what I mean? Jeepers. Like, you can get that anywhere.
1: Yeah, but he likes, you know, that generation, maybe. Hey, like the chicken. Remember how popular, remember? How popular? Well, you might not know this. Ponderosa, Bonanza, those those steakhouses. I've never
0: heard of Bonanza in my
1: life. You but. heard it? Well, it was called Bonanza. Then it got called Ponderosa.
0: Ponderosa, when we were heading to Fredericton. Yes. Listen to me now. The, was there one here? No. Okay, there you go. Frederick and, and Saint John. Thank you, you very go. much. Yes, I don't even know about Saint John. Frederick and Monk for sure. <laughs> Listen to me. When you're going to Frederick as a kid, my sister is uh, about six years older than I am. Mm-hmm. Well, she's not about six years old. She's six, six years be old. About right? So you'd be shocked to know that I was a bit of a talkative young boy. <laughs> <laughs> and I can remember, like, when you knew you were going to Frederick for whatever reason. Yeah. Like, shut the fuck up and don't ruin this. We are going to the Ponderosa. So so from boys down in, here's me in the car. Just like this. Like, shut your mouth and don't ruin this. We're going to Ponderosa. Couldn't wait to get to Ponderosa. Remember the year? Listen. So I love, again, I don't know why there still isn't Ponderosa. Do you know what? You know what? The last time I was in Florida in, how do you say that? Is it Kissimmee or Kissimmee? How Kissimmee. You, okay. Right up front. No, Kissimmee.
1: You're right. Kissimmee. Okay. However right. you
0: say Sorry. it. On of Bronson Way. Yes. You familiar? Yes. Okay, well, just a couple of blocks up from the hotel, I said, holy shit. Is it there? Was, it was on the other side of the road. I had a leapfrog over about 16 lanes. It was a track. Golden Corral. It was Ponderosa. Ponderosa. And there was a lady there. She, You know what? Here's a quick one for you. The lady there, I'll never forget her name. It was H A N U. Listen to me now. She noticed that the big man was rolling in and was hitting the salad bar a little heavy. <laughs> Um, uh, hang on, what's the name of the drink? It's not 7-Up, it's not... Sierra Mist. Yeah. She was bringing that shit over to me by the pitchers. So you'd fill up. Trying to slow me down. And after about the first... <laughs> when I got to the bottom of the first pitcher, I thought, I'm on to you. I know why... She goes, i bring you over another one. I'm like, no, no. I'm on to you. Bring me over an Aquafina here, and I'm going to clean that place up. But there was <laughs> there was a Ponderosa there. Yeah. Where was it going with that story? Anywhere at all? Oh, so, I still have a few of them. Bring them in, and maybe... I'm 46. You got a few years. I mean, you remember I suppose it was like a licensing agreement um with Major League Baseball when you can make your Ponderosa Sunday in the in, in in the in the plastic um helmet of the team of your choice.
1: At Ponderosa. Yes. No, I don't remember. You could pick out your I do remember putting ice cream into a into a cap <laughs> like, you know, that that baseball. I didn't know it was Ponderosa. I can't remember that. <laughs> no. It was a ball cap. I do
0: remember putting ice cream in a into, ball cap. Yes, that's what it was. Yes. It was Ponderosa.
1: I didn't. I would never have remembered. I it still was have Ponderosa. a few of them home.
0: Yeah, it was
1: Ponderosa. But Ponderosa had everything. Did it ever? Yeah, steak until I baked, left. steak, baked potato, and then all you can eat salad bar, and yes. and then you get ice cream. You know, oh, it was tremendous.
0: Yes, absolutely. Whatever happened to that? Was that a thing out west, or was that?
1: Oh no, very much so. Ponderosa was a. <clears throat> that was an evening. That was <laughs> Yes, it was a thing. Sure
0: was. Shut up. We're going to, Jeez, Ponderosa. Going to Ponderosa. Yeah, I'm going to kick the shit Jesus. out of you, my sister would say. Yes. Yeah. That's that's that's
1: and I think well, it's a whole different thing, but the the theme of the corralling you in, you go through the little yeah. the the corral to get in there is kind of like what they do at, at uh, Golden Corral.
0: Can you imagine the clan?
1: Golden Corral, which is can
0: you imagine the Quinn clan going down Route Eight heading to Ponderosa and fretting to the old Caprice Classic, mm. and the old Demorees just wafting,
1: <laughs> me in the
0: back like a choir boy here going, "Don't ruin do this." You, uh, do you know if people does everybody know about Golden Corral? I've only been to Golden Corral once. It was on that last trip to Florida. And? Demolished it. Yes. I was politely asked to leave, I think, at one point. Yes. Oh, it was unreal. It is. It is Like, I had steaks, multiple. You had steaks? Absolutely. Oh, gosh. It was a long walk back to where we were staying.
1: Sometimes they have steaks on it. They have roast beef or whatever, and then they'd have. It, folks, it is a cornucopia of anything your imagination could a cornucopia
0: isn't a cornucopia
1: I said cornucopia
0: No you did not What even, did I say? Jesus would have to play I that I said
1: back. cornucopia
0: I don't believe you did but go ahead
1: All right Do you know what a cornucopia is?
0: It's a bevy of offerings, isn't it?
1: <laughs> I always remembered it at Thanksgiving Cornucopia was that. See, you're that saying it
0: again. Cornucopia. Cornucopia. Pretty off with that. Was that?
1: Was that long? Uh, uh, the horn of cold, plenty. Horn of plenty. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Jeez, All true. right. So it has everything and anything that you want to eat. That is reasonable. I mean, they could have Chinese food here. They've got uh, they've got egg rolls, or oh, they've got cabbage rolls over here. They got roast beef here. They got pizza there. They got steak there.
0: Oh, like look at amateur mistakes. See, I had no plan of attack. Yeah, I think. I'm you gonna bring, have to I'm going to bring a third party into this equation. I think Mark McAchran.
1: Slow and easy.
0: Got wind that I was going to Florida. We were talking at a Timberwolves game one night. He said, find a Golden Corral. Gave me the plan of attack. And then When I got there, you know how I go. I blacked out. <laughs> I just got all yeah. I got all into the hype, and I yeah. didn't know what I was. I had no plan the first wave. Yeah. I had a real melange of uh, things on my plate. Mm-hmm. Uh, no rhyme or reason. You're right. I had like a chicken wing, an egg roll, and a piece of pizza. I was like, what am I doing here? Well, that's, I need a better plan.
1: That's perfect lead into uh Jerry Seinfeld's last stand-up is about people going to a buffet. Mm-hmm. And he says if you take a look at a person's plate they you could see what psychological problems they do have. Right. You could have a, a bunch of uh, lettuce here and a, a scoop of ice cream there yeah. <laughs> and a piece of chicken there. And that's the way it was. And Funny, Jimmy Malone always said this to me, and we, him and I, have hit many a buffet.
0: You guys are rank amateurs, but go ahead. No, we're not. Oh, go ahead.
1: Many plates, small portions. Many plates, small portions. Don't mean you have to, you're not, you you can go back up. You don't, once you get a plate full, doesn't mean you're done. So you have samplings, many plates, small portions. That's
0: not bad. It is good. I'm kicking that around in my head. That's not bad.
1: It's a great. So you get to sample everything and and take a little bit of little bits and then go back up and see, oh, geez, I never noticed that was there. Right. You Interesting. Know. I love a cabbage roll. And they had cabbage rolls uh, there one time. But Americans don't know how to make a cabbage roll.
0: I don't know that I'm getting a cabbage roll at a buffet. You got, uh, a, you oh, got a lot of trust.
1: Oh, right. I got you. But you got I, a lot
0: of trust in people there. Maybe
1: I had a, a craving for it at that time. A
0: craving know. for a cabbage roll? Yes. Hmm. Love a cabbage roll. Oh, I look at no stranger to the cabbage roll. Am mm-hmm. I? But I don't know if I've ever. Like, have you ever craved it so much that you went out and rolled your own?
1: I'm getting close to doing that. I'm going to get really close. My father used to make a great cabbage roll, and I and I, I really want to uh, make my own blend. And because he would, it was rice and ground beef and whatever else he put in it. I want to enhance it a little bit and make my own cabbage roll because I just love a cabbage roll.
0: All right, so how you enhance it? What are you putting in it? Well,
1: whatever you're going to put in your filling. oh well, sausage, hamburger, uh, onion, whatever I can put into it and wrap it up into a cabbage roll.
0: Charge the paddles, man! You know that's a lot of. That's a lot of. It's a well again eat beef. every. Well, if
1: you've ever—I don't know how many of you've had in your life—but a lot of people make. You'd be shocked to know I
0: haven't kept the counter alive. I'm well, right. I'm
1: just saying, there's people can people have their own uh, their own interpretation of what they want to have inside the roll.
0: Best cabbage rolls I've ever had was a lady I used to work with, and uh, when she would bring them in, and say it was cabbage roll last night. I brought you a few. They were in the fridge. It was a good. Oh, day. It was a good day. yes guess. She could make them. She was twisting them up tighter than Cubans and cigars. <laughs> like it was, it was unreal. <laughs> Where were we there at buffets? Uh, okay, so real quickly to former life. I don't know if I did I ever tell you my Rosa story in Fredericton. Okay, I'll give you the coles notes version. I remember the guy's name. Saw him once. Who lived at Aiken House in universe, at the UNB. I picture
1: it at the corner of Regent and. I was, think I was there once. It
0: was it was on Regent.
1: And what's that W Street the, up at the top
0: <sighs>
1: in Fredericton? No,
0: it was it was down. You're it was right in, like almost in the center of Regent okay, Street go ahead. when you're heading down. Well, whatever way you were going. Mm-hmm. If you were coming in our way from the bridge, it was on your left-hand side when you caught mm-hmm. Regent. Is it Regent or Prospect? It's Prospect Street.
1: Okay, it's Prospect yeah. and Regent, I thought, is where it was. Anyways, go ahead.
0: What was Tell I talking about? Oh, yeah.
1: You're going to Ponderosa in Fredericton.
0: Well, I wasn't going to Ponderosa in Fredericton, which is why this is so funny. Well, not funny, interesting. Uh, I was dating in a prior life a uh, lady from here in town who played for the UPEI Panthers. I was going to MBCC Woodstock. They had a game in Fredericton playing U and B, got to go up and watch the game. And this guy beside me, his name was Matt DeLine. I'll never forget his name, lived at Aiken House. And he looks at me, he goes, you hungry? And I said, uh, yeah. He goes, you want to go to Ponderosa? And I said, absolutely. <laughs> so we popped into a cab, went to Ponderosa. It's shrimp month.
1: Oh, nice. It's,
0: yeah, 9 all I can handle is shrimp, right? This is like 1994. Maybe it was like six ninety nine, yeah. seven ninety nine. Yeah. So we're into it. So picture eighteen year old me and yeah. eighteen year old Matt Deline from Toronto, like we were ready, and they just kept coming out in waves, and they they were they had them on trays, they were salad the the what do you call those things salad, tongs? Yeah, she was tonging them onto our plate, and then finally probably with a fifth or sixth swipe, we're probably an hour two on this one. So are
1: these deep fried or just the basic? No, de- no deep fried. Deep fried,
0: great, hundred percent. Oh, awesome. Oh, god. And she said, "Boys, your cabs out front," and I said, "Great, thanks." So when dude came back from the buffet, uh, like the salad bar, I said, man, did you order a cab? He said, no, why? And I said, well, do you do? he just said, the cab's here. I know. I see you're putting two and two together here. So I flagged her down. I said, listen, you mm-hmm. must have us confused with someone else. We didn't call for a cab. And she goes, no, no. She said, your cab is out front. And I looked out the window, student cab. <laughs> drove us right back to yeah. whatever the stadium's called there in UMB for the ballgame. It was a double hmm. No, it wasn't a hitter, It was women and men's is what it was, back-to-backs. And uh, we got to the, he drove us back to the stadium, which I think it's Curry. It uh, doesn't, doesn't matter. Um, and I said, what are we all and He goes, oh, no, it's all taken care of, boys. And I'm like, nice. So we had, we murdered the buffet and they paid for the cab back to UMB just to get us out of there. Wow. Yeah. And I never saw that guy again. Never have laid eyes on him. <laughs> but it was Shrimp Mania Month. So that was a
1: there. that's all your Ponderosa stories. That was my Ponderosa story. Well, Ponderosa, I mean, again, I don't know how a chain like that. And the reason we got on that is because older folk love.
0: That was your buddy in Toronto going, going, to, Swiss going to Swiss Chalet. Going to Swiss
1: Chalet. And the folks, when they got out of town, you had to go to Ponderosa because it wasn't in your town.
0: Oh, that was a thing. That was a thing. Oh, man. Are you kidding me? Absolutely. Jeez. It's still open in Kissimmee. Hmm. seven seventy five ninety eight 98 Earl Bronson away. I remember it. Man, it was hellish to get across the street from where we were staying.
1: Oh, no, you can't walk across the street anywhere down there.
0: Oh, it was nuts, man. Yeah. It wasn't the corner of Henderson no, and no, King. You got it, it was like eight wow. or nine or ten lanes to get across. Ooh, my fat It head. does
1: have a boulevard, but there's five lanes, then five lanes.
0: Yeah, nuts. Five
1: guys, five guys.
0: <laughs> all right, so we saw the New Brunswick Senior Baseball League. How are we doing for time here? really doesn't matter. Um, you all right? Fine. Good. Let's uh, dissect the Miramichi Timberwolves. Who, after a 4-1-1 start, no, I'm wrong to say that. Yeah, 4-1-1 start. Correct. Including 2-0 at home. Um, fire their head coach and general manager uh, and a friend of both you and I after so many years hanging around the rink, uh, Rob McDonald, which, um, you know, I have a various, I have varying opinions on it. Uh, I'm not so sure that might even matter. Uh, outwardly, uh, a lot of folks are cornering me because we are there and there's an assumption that you and I have a front row seat for it. Is Like, why, why do you fire a coach at 4-1-1? Why don't you do it before the season? Why don't you get through this season and fire him at the end of the season? I'm like, I don't know. I
1: think fire's a hard word. Released. Fired's, fired's a hard, a harsh word, I think. But he oh. was let go. But, you know, anyways, he, use whatever term you want. I just find, I, I, I well, find I mean, it's a released, harsh word. Well, I
0: released, let go, fired. I, okay, let go. Relieved of duties. How about Relieved that? Relieved of
1: his duties. Okay, yeah, very good. All right. Never, but.
0: um, You know. I, I don't know their theory. It's none of my business uh, what their theory is. Uh, we have a new mm-hmm. coach in town, Corey Baker, uh, ex-Miramashi, who is now back home in Mary Um early 40s, uh, which is to say I don't remember him uh, that well because mm-hmm. I was gone from 94 to 99 before moving back home. Mm-hmm. I, I know the name, certainly. I know he played for the Moncton Wildcats, but I, I don't know that I've ever met him in person. I guess we'll do so in the days to come here as the Timberwolves are home for a pair of games and as we record this episode. Um... But again, outwardly, it does seem odd at four, one, and one. I can agree with the average fan. Um, but hey, it happened, and uh, again, our opinions matter very little in this uh, situation.
1: the uh, The average fan uh, many times have mentioned to me, "Why don't they change their coach? Sure, why don't they get a new coach? Sure, you know he. Uh, We've had
0: some lean, hellish years.
1: Uh, Rob was excellent at finding players." Um, his general managing skills were excellent, and you know his general managing skills when he came to the Timberwolves, uh, he was he was carrying over with him from the uh, Rivermen players that knew him well and knew any coach that then gradually came from wherever they came from and ended up being on the Timberwolves. Yeah. You know, I speak of uh, the Campbells, the Rankins, and the Dawsons, and and his son, Cole McDonald, and all those that played for the Rivermen. As they moved up and were going to play junior A hockey, that's where they went because Rob was there.
0: Or, on the other side of that, ex-Riverman Trey Lewis. Trey Lewis. Coming back after winning the Memorial Cup with Halifax. That's...
1: Tyrone Sock.
0: That's why they came thing. here. Yes. There's no no question about Absolutely. that. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. You know, he attracted some great players. Scully is another one that comes to mind. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um you know, but I've I've outwardly said about, uh, you know, going to the finals in game seven against Churro and why Tanner Summers wasn't in the net, who's related to Rob, mm-hmm. and went with a guy from out of town who didn't seem interested in being there anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, why wouldn't you, you know, here was our one shot. Mm-hmm. A, a, a very good team that had a very good shot at winning a championship for the first time dominated Churro. And they go down and score cheap goals, and our guy yeah. was a bunch. You know, you just couldn't, you couldn't. Uh, it was, it was a sore spot since 2017 for well, me. Here's, it's been a sore spot.
0: Here's my take on that. i said this before, very publicly, and likely here. Um, should have won that series in Game Six, and true, we can both agree on that. Tanner was in net for that. We should have won it there, right? Um, coming back home with Game Seven again, anything can happen, and it did. Um, but, he, again, I'm just going to enter for the record. I agree with you wholeheartedly. My take on that is this. We go with Tanner Summers. He loses the game. We pat the kid in the back because he's one of ours. Right. And I'm going to see him at the grocery store tomorrow.
1: Never seen the other guy again, ever. Or if and he wins we'll the never.
0: game, we're talking about Tanner Summers exactly. for the next 35 years and likely name a street exactly. after Likely name a street after
1: Perfect. Great opportunity. Why not?
0: Yeah. Either way. He played the night before because the other guy was sick. Either way, despite losing the game, you kind of win in a roundabout way. Mm-hmm. In the court of public right. o- in the court of public opinion, sure. Former goaltender Botez was his name. No disrespect to him. I would venture to guess hasn't thought twice about Mayor Machine's Absolutely not. And I understand that. I get Absolutely. it. Absolutely, I get it. But yeah, we, we, we Tanner would have bit
1: his arm off to win that game. Hundred percent would have done whatever he had to do. And I remember down at the other end, uh, what's his name? Ryu. Yeah, stood on his head. Because mm-hmm. I think in the, they were just playing Katie by the door. They were just playing rope-a-dope. Mm-hmm. They were just, you know, waiting for a chance to get down and get a shot. Yep. And I remember the first goal was a weak old backhand that got through the goalie. And yep. I remember the Knights, was, you know, vividly. And uh, a bad bounce that created a 3-1 goal because it was 2-1 for a while. Mm-hmm. But he was the difference. And then I remember Churro goes to the Fred Page Cup and he stunk. They got, Ryu. They got
0: hammered. <laughs>
1: yeah. And they did. And here we were, we were right there. The team was right there, and the fans were behind it. The place was full, and that just stuck in my head for such such a long time. I and in what? the last five years, he's put Rob again has attracted great players, but never able to. Oh
0: my God, you know, we've had some dandies in yeah. the last five years. Absolutely, yeah. Eurek's come to mind. I'm sad
1: to see him go. But sure. It, you got you got new management, new president. Uh, new group. Yeah, new attitude, new everything. New attitude. Yeah, absolutely. And maybe they've heard it more than we ever have. But you know, (laughs) sure. You know, I want to come to the game, but if if McDonald's coaching, I'm not coming.
0: I will say this, despite it all, and uh, yeah, you hate to see your friend uh, lose their job, right? Um, but I will say this: I haven't enjoyed, and this is my own cross to bear. I'm not pushing this on you. I haven't enjoyed going to the rink in the last two, three, four years. And that's not a reflection of Ron McDonald, just, it's just COVID, you know, is there there going to be a game, you know, one week you're locked down, two weeks you're flying high. It just wasn't fun. And I don't know if it's because we're in that post COVID world or maybe a couple of home wins will do it for you. And maybe seeing some more faces at the rink who you've never seen at the rink at all, or haven't seen them in some time. I'm enjoying going to the rink again. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for Thursday night uh, to see and Saturday night to see Valley. When have I ever said I can't wait to see Valley? You know what I mean? <laughs> really. I don't care about the other division yeah. until we get to the finals. Yeah. That's my theory. Um, but I'm enjoying it again. Um, and uh, here's hoping that uh, trend uh, continues.
1: It Well, uh, uh, winning always cures. Now they were 0-6. Agreed. Like, what the hell? I don't want to go to the ring. But what they do have is a legitimate... And I'm going to say, as we sit here right now, Derek dube Plouffe leads the league in scoring. Right. Just came off a hat trick. Right. Santer had four goals in one of the games here in the last week or so. Right. Uh, He, along with Dufour... And I think uh, Ludwig Dufour has been injured the last couple games. And they put Adam Pinkson, who is a new rookie from Newfoundland, plain fit out of his, right in. Out of his but mind. you put those two guys together. that uh, Let's call them a dynamic duel. And they got put together late last year mm-hmm. when Dubay Plouf came over from Campbellton in that trade that sent Hebert and sent uh, Jeremy Jacob, Jacob to, yep. to Campbellton. Yep. They get, they know each other very well, and they, the, the. I've never said, I said this to you the other night, that Duby ploof is flying out there uh-huh. in both ends of the ice.
0: And uh, uh, for the emotional heartstring here of it, uh, love to see young Swain there on the defensive core. Yes. Um, Jardine Schofield is playing out of his mind. Um, I'm forgetting someone here. Help me out. Schofield, Jardine, Swain. Uh, there's another local. Uh,
1: Liam Travis Travis, is up front. thank you very yes. much.
0: Travis, there we go. Thank yeah. you very much. Um, I just, Again, I'm just back to full circle moment for me here. I'm just enjoying going to the rink again and uh, knock on wood that I'm okay with losing. I realize you're not going to run the table and win every game. Um, but I think the days of losing, 11-4, 12-1, 9-3, are over. Knock on wood. and Thank God those are in the rearview mirror. Now, that doesn't mean... You're not going to have a clunker every now and again. Uh, that happens. It's junior hockey. Mm-hmm. Um, but by and large, I think we're competitive and we're right there.
1: No problem scoring goals.
0: We're Corey like Baker
1: the- has some work to do, and we've got a great defensive core. So I don't understand. you going to
0: cut the shots down.
1: How they're giving up so many shots. Uh, thank you. I- McPhail's back there swimming and jumping around and trying to stop everything. But here they had nine and, well, six, because the seventh was a shootout. They had 15 goals scored them on the last two games. Yeah. They 15 against. And they scored nine, yep, so nine goals in two games should be good enough to get you two wins or a win and a half, whatever the case may be hundred percent, you know absolutely um. so i don't understand that they've got they, they've got that's the Sam Kinney McKinney rather coming in, you've got uh, uh, Badcock and Trenholm with more seasoning than they did from last year, Mm -hmm. Uh, Max Jardine, hello for uh, finding a, a diamond in the rough. Beautiful. I mean, my goodness is playing with a tremendous amount of confidence and then you throw Delaney in there and this other guy that they're supposed to have picked up from Yarmouth for some veteran ability back there. And you mentioned young Swain. Swain had kept it simple, stupid. He'd get the puck, move the puck, watch the front of the net, bump people in the corner, get people off the puck. What else could you ask for a rookie?
0: I'm not saying you this because he's from Miramichi, and I, I want to love the kid, and I do, but he does not look one bit out of place no. there. He just does his thing. No. Is he ever going to score you five goals a year and assist on 20? Probably not, but that's fine. A mm. uh, little footnote here, whether he, Swain is even conscious of this or not, he near killed us. In one of those games, he sent one into the, the booth yes. there where we are, holy, that came in hot. Yeah. I don't know how you're still on your feet because Newman and I took cover. And Do you remember that one coming yes. by Yes, yes. Holy smokes, she came in hot.
1: So again, Rob, uh, McDonald, you know, drafts Pinkson. He acquires uh, 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 DeLorme and Duhamel, and they seem like they're going to be all right. Duhamel's off on the right foot, and... You know Mason Beck is back, and I must say this publicly, Patty, um, the other night you were there, and Mason Beck and I had a little uh, uh, back and forth, a heated uh, back and forth over the fact that he was coming through an area that I didn't think he should be coming through. And let me uh, get specific, Timberwolves no longer come out of the penalty box area, but bes- uh, anymore, they come to the ice from the end where the where the offices. Mm-hmm. Okay, the
0: canteen end,
1: right? The canteen end. A mm-hmm. uh, Mason Beck gets in a fight. And he comes right through <laughs> the penalty box, of which I'm set up for not only the PA, but I'm also doing the play by play, and I have a a board and everything set up there. And he wants to come barging through there. Him and I had an exchange, and where I'm going with this is, I was thinking that you know. Why, first of all, the exchange. But after the game, he comes back, and I know he did it. I Well, I'm pretty sure he had a feeling he did it on his own because nobody else knew that him and I had this exchange, except maybe you and Newman. Came back and apologized for the way he acted, and I said, look, it, I'm, I'm much older than you, and I should be acting a little bit better than that. And really had some respect for the fact he came back and well, and owned up to his part, and I... Mine and 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 water under the bridge.
0: Outsider's perspective. Yes. Okay. So I, I respect the shit out of the kid coming. Yes. Uh, I respect you owning up to your level of maturity and that you should have acted better. Right. Um, But here's my take on it So that was after Beck I didn't do a little dust up With a guy
1: Right So he's ejected He's coming through there
0: So I'm yeah. already In the penalty box I believe Getting my notes From the ref And I am fully conscious That all hell Has broken loose Behind me here Yeah. But I'm looking at the ref Going ignore them To nuts <laughs> And I'm, you know, two, five, ten, yeah. whatever it was, and yeah. so we get you going with the announcement. We get Newman going with the clock. I get myself going with the sheet, <laughs> and then we get play going again. And I said Newman because I didn't want to bother you. I said Newman, what the hell happened there? I, I knew there was a, a commotion. Yeah. And I think Newman just looked at me and said, man green unraveled.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So anyways, I wanted to say publicly that he's a fine young man. Sure. And uh, well brought up, obviously. Well. And reflected that maybe he said something he shouldn't, and I did myself, and maybe I should have tracked him down. But he came right after the game before I even got out of there. And wanted to apologize.
0: And look at Water Under the Bridge. We won't use his name, which you'll recall a few years ago, one of our goaltenders took great exception to you and I. Right. Came over and scorched us. Right. To the point where we're like, wow, I didn't see that coming. And then fast forward a day or so, I get a message saying, hey. Because
1: we felt like, geez, that, wouldn't, that was awful rude of him, and I would
0: never have it thought was, he would do that. It was about the shots. It was yeah. a loss. Goalies yeah. are p- very protective of their shots and their save percentage and their goals against it. And I get it. Yeah. And uh, this goaltender took exception to our math. And you know, do we miss a shot here and there? Likely so. Do we miss ten? No, not no chance. No. There's three of us on it. And you, Newman, and I are on it. Um, but I, same same token, apology, and I respect the kid for going. You know, because it, he was
1: in my bad books there for that, and then it went on for a day or two. Oh yeah, I, I wanted to. It, I
0: want. I was looking for a reason to not like the kid. Yeah, and then he comes back and owns up to it. And You're like, yeah. this is my kind of guy right here, and. Water under the bridge. We were. Cooler. I just thought
1: Beck did it on its on his own, and did it without anybody knowing what exactly had gone on. Yeah. And in his mind, thinking, "Jesus, should go back."
0: I've seen some crazy stuff at that yeah. uh, Mitsubishi yeah. Civic Center. The craziest thing I've ever seen, where you're like, "Wow, did that just happen?" Was when Frederick can. How, how Frederick can be three or four years old now. Two no years? more. Yeah. No, no more. more. One of their goaltenders, no name, because he's it's it's a big name over. It was the
1: first year they were in. Yeah, it's it's
0: uh-huh. big name over in Fredericton, yeah. and uh, this goaltender's father came over and just lit us on fire.
1: He was at the game. His son was in the net.
0: Yeah, and yeah. took great exception to the shots. Mm-hmm. And I just remember looking up going, well, like, is this, like, what do you say? You, I know what I wanted to say, mm-hmm. but out of respect for yourself and him and the kids around, you don't mm-hmm. want to uncork. And I remember Newman was a little hot, and when the scales tip with Newman, uh all hell breaks loose. Yeah. Uh, but that was—I just remember, man. Like when he when he stormed away, I thought, man, that just happened. Like
1: if somebody wants to to be in that end zone and could see every shot, you might miss one or two. They're well, banging it rebounds. I'm not counting three or well, four okay, shots. Okay, so in, Come the, on. in the
0: spirit of this too, and, and you know maybe book rule, someone will take us to uh, task on this, but say to me you earn your shots I'm not, I like if, exactly if a team is coming up gains center ice flips it into the goalie and the goalie's got to play it now book rule it says a shot on goal
1: that would go in if the if, if the otherwise goalie, the
0: goalie wasn't there right but if Jerry no. green flips it and goes no. to the bench I'm not no. Ca- no
1: chance no no it's not Hash a shot. marks
0: in uh, you, uh, you got my attention yeah yeah so anyway all a right blue
1: so, line in you know, you get a, no, 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 I, you know, I, I, I know.
0: absolutely, but right. you hash marks in, it's a shot all someone's
1: you If know, someone's scrambling front and he's whacking, how, we, look, we're going to maybe add an extra one, but we're not going to add if he happened, if the guy took three whacks at it no. and the guy's pad was stuck there, then no that's chance. three shots. No, it's not. No chance.
0: And, and you know what? I think the proof in the pudding is here. Um, well, Billy McWiggin and the, the, the brotherhood of coaches might have a problem with this, but we've never heard too much from, if anything at all, from other teams. No. you know what I mean like no. so we're it's not we're, we're, we're never we're never either good or bad yeah plus or minus 10 no no chance
1: because I've seen a couple games on the road for the Timberwolves where they've allowed over 20 shots in a period and thinking to myself who's adding that because mm-hmm. it was one I think they were in Edmondston and allowed 23 and 24. Game, second period, they allowed 23 shots. Third period, they allowed 24. I said, who's adding yeah, these? Lo- that couldn't have been that lopsided.
0: That's a lot of shots. That's a lot of that's shots. That's a shot a minute for 20 minutes. Jeepers, creepers. Think about that. Yes. It's almost impossible. Mm. Anyways, uh, so. so it's good to be back. I think we'll uh, wind things down here. Okay. Is there anything else on your mind that you wanted to? No, but
1: um, uh, the... Uh, rink has a different atmosphere to it now agreed uh they've done they've upped the level um they're they're uh and you know what else i like <laughs> i like the fact that the city invested in a cordless mic for the pa system i love that
0: i wish the city would invest in glass around the penalty box well we talked about
1: that the other night we yeah. did another rishabucto run the other uh just a couple nights ago and the, we're so protected there we don't have to be ducking and dipping and yeah. and uh, don't have to worry about our yeah. our, our safety i have you know?
0: uh, i have brought that to the attention of my uh city folks good okay so i don't know where that leaves me but uh, other than to say as i look you in the eye it's it was a conversation had.
1: okay very good
0: all right i think we'll wrap up episode 33 uh, 33 question mark there it was 33 you were 33. supposed to nod there Good memory on the Ponderosa, too. I'm going to go down that rabbit hole. Yeah. Find an old Ponderosa TV ad or something.
1: No, we covered a lot of good stuff. And I think the, the
0: line of the uh, podcast here, we can if we can self-evaluate, was, I do remember putting ice cream in a cap, I think.
1: That- yes. This is ice cream in the cap episode. Yes. <laughs> That'll get people curious if that's the title of this episode. Because we don't always put a title on our episodes, but Richie story really had legs. It really did have legs. And people mm-hmm. refer to it as the Rishabucto story. I've
0: heard about that from people that I never would have expected I know. to be listening to this dribble. I know. Really. Like, <laughs> did that really happen? I'm like, yeah. I, uh, so listen, real quickly here. I'm just looking at our battery power here um, before we sign off. Um, where was it going with that? Sorry, I just looked up. and I, Names
1: for the episodes. No, no.
0: So I, I, uh, in new employment, I uh, work with a guy. And he's from Rishabucto. And I said, did you ever hear about an incident at the rink? And uh, Come on. He said, no, 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 I haven't. And I said, no, no chatter around town? And he said, no, what are you talking about? So I said, well, here's, here's what happened. So I told him, and he said, no, there's no way. Like, Because, it, again, it's such an oddball story mm-hmm. and a rare occurrence.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I said, man, are you a Spotify guy or an Apple guy? He said, I have Spotify. Why? And I said, well, I'm going to send you the link. So I sent it to him, and he has, well, I mean, here at Rishbuck is what, 40 minutes? Yeah. So he has some time on his way home. Sure, I said, perfect. I said, scroll ahead to the 30-minute mark, and that's where shit gets real. Well, pun intended, I suppose. <laughs> Sorry, that came out. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, he texted me that night like, like, are you sure this happened? I'm like, man. Are you sure this like, happened? Yeah, no, we made it up you, in our you, mind. You couldn't make that one up. Man. That, that 100% happened.
1: What an imagination.
0: Thanks again to Victor and the folks at uh, Eastside uh, Creative Center. New digs here. We're loving it. Um, good to be back, uh, Jerry. Uh, thanks to those who listen in and, and encourage us to get back into the swing of things. We are back into the swing of things. Um, Want to get a plug in here for Creative Grounds. Uh, stop by for a treat, be it hot or cold. It's uh, that time of year again uh, mm-hmm. with all the, the pumpkin spicy ones and mm-hmm. all the fancy drinks. Mm-hmm. Are, you, are, you, are, you, are you that kind of guy? No. No. You just like your, your coffee black.
1: Yeah. Right. Don't go
0: back. Um, and I was going to say something too. Oh, yeah, uh, you know, uh, help us out if you can. If you're so inclined, give us a little like or review or a five-star rating, whatever you deem is appropriate uh, on Spotify and Apple. It all helps in the great algorithm of how that machine works. Were you
1: going to mention somebody's name for this episode, were you?
0: You know what I was. We met in Rishabuchto. Oh, my goodness. Yes, we got to get her in there. Ari is her name Ari, okay So, uh, Ari, if you're listening in uh, We are waving at you Thank you for remembering that because Yeah, I, of I was going to forget that We met yeah, her I
1: have to remember everything
0: <clears throat> We met her at the uh, Kent North Imperial Center At the Rishabuchto Rangers Monkton Vito's home opener Yes three, Which was, three, was a lot of fun again 3-3 three, yeah. three into the third mm-hmm. Doing shit right And then all hell broke loose in the third And lost 8-4 Yeah, four?
1: but they have a good squad Yeah, 8-4 Oh
0: always... They have a better team Than this time last year yeah. For sure Yeah, And they won the other night uh, against that new team. That's Oh, did they? Yeah, they won okay, in great. either a shootout or overtime, one of the two. Yeah. But they grabbed the two points. Uh, yeah, so Ari, we are waving at you. She is a fan. Uh, she dates uh, Rankin. That's the connection. Right. And uh, she said, oh, you're the two with the podcast. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Here we go. And, of course, it relates to yeah. the Rich Chabucto story. So, yes. Ari, we told her we'd give her a plug. Great. And, uh, we got that in. Good. Thanks again for listening to Episode uh, 33.